To begin, to begin, how to start? I'm hungry. I should get coffee. Coffee would help me think. But I should write something first, then reward myself with coffee. Coffee and a muffin. Okay, so I need to establish the themes. Maybe banana nut. That's a good muffin. Hobo Radio, the official podcast of HoboTrashCan.com. You can share your thoughts on the show anytime by emailing Joel at Murphy's Law at HoboTrashCan.com. Hey, this is Chris. And this is Joe from the Curioso Podcast. And you're listening to Hobo Radio. Hobo in the morning. Away oh, put your weapons. They mean you no harm. Hobo Radio, you are listening to with Joel Murphy and Lars. Hello again. I'm Joel Murphy. This is Hobo Radio. With me, as always, my good buddy Lars. Hey, man. I like that you sat up and actually paid attention. Yeah, no, I have been paying attention the entire time. Have you? Yes. Yeah. We've been some marathon and some podcasts tonight. I know. It's exciting because what people might not realize is, uh, you know, two weeks ago, you all heard our good friends, Christopher Scarborough and Joe Taylor from the Curioso on a podcast. And it seems like for us in real time, two weeks that we've been in this room recording. <laughs> Hold on. Because you said our names. Are we allowed to talk now? Yeah. 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 That's yeah. the rule. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Beetlejuice. You've been summoned. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> nice fucking model. But yeah, we, we've reached. This is the home stretch, guys. We, this is it. This is. You've all, of course, listened to yeah. our first show where we were just, you know, fucking around, really. Well, normally I am. Uh, I usually drink about two beers per podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh and this is our third podcast that we're recording tonight. Yeah, you can do that math at home. <laughs> <laughs> yes. so this is where we're at. We're all in a fun, it's late at night, we're all feeling punchy, and we're talking about Nicolas Cage. Oh, the cage. That so, is the subject. So we, uh, again, like I said, you all listened, I'm sure, some of you at 1.5 speed, and uh, <laughs> you heard us in our first half uh, talk about sort of the life of Nicolas Cage. Mm-hmm. And the life and times. The life and times, the the man, the myth, the, the legend. The slam dancer. Yeah, the slam dancer. <laughs> uh, if you haven't listened to that, I mean, I don't know that these this isn't... The, chron- the chronology mm. doesn't really matter. No, no. You yeah, can, you can, either either you can, or. You can go back, but oh, they definitely... I just realized I totally forgot about uh, the time where he put Vince Neil in an arm bar. Did you guys sure. see that video? No. no. Oh, yeah. He totally put Vince Neil in an arm bar. Uh, and I mean, he's like in his 50s at that time. Man, Joe, you have to edit this into our podcast. No. <laughs> it's, it's here. It's fine. It's it's a little it's a little extra. But yeah, like so we're it's, bleeding it's, it's into an each Easter other. egg. Yeah. So yeah. we talked about some of the, the lore. We talked about the castles, the marriages, all that oh, good yeah, stuff. Yeah. But for this, we thought, uh, why not just go into the movies? Like, you know, we... 
as much yeah. as we're about anything. He has he, an extensive list. He he definitely does. And I mean, if one of us in this room has seen all of those films, it's Christopher Scarborough. Probably. Yeah. The biggest <laughs> Nick Cage fan because there is. Because I yeah, I am such a, a Nick Cage fan. I That's have right. seen I've seen National Treasure. Does that count? No. No? Uh, <laughs> well, we brought up an interesting point in the last show, which was you said that the first Nicolas Cage movie you ever saw was? Uh, that was Con Air. Was Con Air. Yeah, well, let's but, play that game. Okay. I think that might be a fun start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the first movie that we, although I have a feeling that the other three of us, it's going to be the same movie. Because for <laughs> me, it was Fast Times at Richmond High. <laughs> no, mine was Raising Arizona. Oh, interesting. Yeah. You know what? I got to be honest with you. Can I change my, my vote again? Because no. I There think, is no vote. No. Yeah, you I, just told us a fact. fact. No, you're, what you're saying is, can I admit I lied to you? Right? I, don't, I, don't, I don't. I think I did see him in Raising Arizona first. I just didn't know it was him. His hairline uh, had changed so much. Yeah. The, the first, protagonist. don't talk about his hairline. Second, no, we're going to talk about it a we lot. Covered, yeah, we covered um, that. No, but yeah, that was a show in our area. It was a show that they showed a lot of like Saturday afternoons. It was yeah, like yeah, it yeah. was like the matinee on, yeah, on yeah. Our, our Fox affiliate or whatever. Yeah, I want to yeah, say I that I saw I Raising Arizona like just, yeah, yeah. with commercials. Because mm-hmm. I remember subsequently every time I saw him, even in Fast Times, you know, for like five years or so after I first saw him, I was like, that's the guy from Raising Arizona. Yeah, right. Well, I'll also say I, the first thing I saw him was in Fast Times. There's zero chance I remembered that oh, that's okay. the, I just know that I saw that before I ever saw. Right. Yeah. That you were my th- first. Th- why did you see that one first? That has some very adult themes. There's nudity. Yeah. Oh, there is abortion. Uh, well, there are people doing drugs ex- and kids should not know about drugs. I'll explain this to you quite simply. Uh, my parents had HBO. Oh, when I was a kid, ah. and they went to bed before <laughs> me and my brother did. So, so we saw a lot of movies we probably should not have right. seen. There's your answer, Fishbulb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was well done. Uh, so, yeah, but I guess that's maybe the next question is, when did we start being aware of Nicolas Cage? Or when did Ooh. you start tracking him? Because obviously Raising Arizona is a, an amazing movie and I definitely remember him from that and he stands out in that. That's probably just looking through his IMDb for us because I'm sure there are people out there who might say Moonstruck or Peggy Sue Got Married. Yeah, or but, Vampire's Kiss or, right. or, or you know, Deadfall or Guarding Tess. Right. <laughs> Guarding Tess. Guarding uh, Tess. That's your – Yeah, that's, that's hard. I'd love to meet that person. Guarding Tess is fucked up <laughs> because that is a that is a movie that's like – that's a fish-out-of-water film. When you first start watching it, there's a cantankerous – uh, first lady being yeah, yeah. Guard, still, you know, still has the secret service. I honestly don't think I can distinguish it from Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. <laughs> In my okay. head, they're the same you will. Movie. Because <laughs> that's the thing is like, it's, and it's, she has this, you know, she lives in, in the old home and like, he's trying to be like, no, you, I'm supposed to protect you. You can't do whatever you want. And she's like, I do whatever I want. And it turns into, she gets kidnapped and buried alive. Yeah. But it's like half, half guarding test. I mean, half, you know, uh, the hell is the name of that movie? Um, Where the lady Driving Miss Daisy? Yes. You like, made the hand motion of a steering <laughs> wheel. And I you got know you. Exactly what I'm about. But yes, it's it's partly that. And it's oh man, I hope people didn't see that first. Yeah, no, that would be rough. <laughs> you know what's weird? We talked about it a little bit on your show, but I do remember Honeymoon in Vegas. Like I remember watching that movie. I don't I even think that I saw it at an age when I didn't enjoy it. Like I didn't think it was good. But, but I, I think here's 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 the rub is that 
the early stuff, I remember. Yeah, that was Nicolas Cage. Right. I didn't actually, you know, pay attention to Nicolas Cage. Right. right. Until probably, you know, uh, The Rock, Con Air, I mean, that's, Face Off. That's the delineation, right? Because he had, there aren't any fine lines. He transitioned from one thing into the other. Because right, right, in the right. 80s, he was very much just like, he was an 80s actor. The guy. Yeah. It, it, like, there's this, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Um, there's a, uh, as the French would say, and I don't know what <laughs> about, <laughs> about something, uh, there's a quality that really popular young, uh, 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 actors and actresses had in the eighties that made them super eighties. Right. You know, Molly right. Ringwald had it. Nicolas mm-hmm. Cage had it. The Brad Pack had it, I oh, guess yeah, all yeah. of them did. Yeah. And there was just something about it. And I don't know what that was. And then in the nineties, the dude was acting. Yeah. Whether, whether if it was a comedic role or a, or a serious role or an action role, mm. he was finding a character and like disappearing into that character. Right. And then the, like, the late '90s, he's just I'm Nicolas Cage now, and I'm going to be Nicolas Cage. <laughs> right, right. Well, and really it wasn't the same he, character in every movie, but it was Nicolas Cage no, in every movie. But he did a Walken. He basically, yeah. if you watch Walken's career, sure, it's exactly the same line okay. as a Christopher Walken. So what you're okay. saying is, once he got an Oscar, he became a breakout star. Well, he well, wasn't. It's like once he, I think it's once he got an Oscar, which was in 1995 for leaving Las Vegas for those keeping track at home. But mm-hmm. uh, I think it's like once that happened, that the pressure was off, and it was just like I can do whatever the fuck I want. I want an Oscar. They can't take it back, right? So right. because you look at it, I, and I've, he, I've put in the work, right? And it's like he won an Oscar in 1995. Mm-hmm. In 1996, he made The Rock. Yeah. So it was like immediately he was like, this is what I'm doing now. Yeah, it was probably, you know, started production in 95. Right. That's what I mean. Yeah. So it's <laughs> like who he I don't know if he won the Oscar or not, but clearly like he did the Oscar movie and then was like, I'm fucking having fun. Right. Makes the rock, follows that up with face off con air snake eyes. <laughs> like just three. Well, oh, you're missing one. City of Angels. Well, City of Angels was after Snake Eyes. Was it? Yeah. Well, they were both 98. So. Oh, both 98. Okay. Yeah. But like, so he does these, you know, big action movies, mm-hmm. essentially, that are just each one ridiculous and amazing in its own way. Right, right. I mean, it's, it's sort of like the the intro to his action movie star Right. And you would say that like The Rock is the moment, right? Like that's well, but it's when he when we see Nicolas Cage as the Nicolas Cage he's going to become. Right. I feel like The Rock is the first glimpse of that. Yes. yes. This is now Nicolas Cage action star. He was a bit outshined by the Connery. Sure. You know, but that was our, our, you know, first foray <laughs> i like the hand gesture <laughs> the first foray yeah. into the cage yes I, well hold on i wouldn't say i mean i haven't seen vampires kiss the entire mm. thing i watched two youtube <laughs> clips of it but there is definitely one where the 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 large meme of his crazy eyes are there yeah, 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 yeah. i watched that entire scene mm-hmm. where he's talking to uh the woman mm. I, I don't remember her name it's uh annabelle or something and he's like, oh, oh, and he's just like, his eyes are just going crazy. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I really feel like it's the meme. That is the yeah. meme, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. I don't have it's to tell you listeners what the meme is. Meme. It's that meme. You know the meme. Even <laughs> yeah. if you didn't know that that's what it was. It's the almost unibrow meme. Right. Yeah. So that is the that is like he 
is very cagey right there. Well, and that's before he goes action star. But there are right. glimpses. That's what I'm saying. There are glimpses. But I, I feel like The Rock was the declaration. That was him oh, going okay. like, okay. this is where we're headed. Right. This is what I'm doing now. <laughs> that that was, was super key. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> I tried to make it better. better. You're getting that's better. kind of where he said, I don't give a shit anymore. Basically, well, yeah. Like, get, like I will I will never believe that Nicolas Cage doesn't give a shit. I think he gives a shit every time. I it's think just he like too much of a shit. Even either too much of a shit or giving a shit about like just the wrong things. Well, yeah. right. It's what attracts him to a movie. Is, right. is That's what it is, right? Yeah. Because I I I've never seen a Nicolas Cage performance and thought, well, he's just cashing a paycheck. He's working his ass off. It's just right. sometimes I'm like, what what are you working on right now? Then, hold on, hold on. But after after those you know, Con Air, Face Off, City of Angels, Snake Eyes. Then you have 8mm and Bringing Out the Dead. Two completely different right. movies from that lineup. Yeah. But well, they're, right. they're both, as we discussed in our Curioso episode, mm. they are both kind of more occult movie. Yeah, yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> Not I'm, occult, I'm, but a <laughs> cult movie. Right, right, right. But I'm saying, like, the, the character right. trail. Right. They're more, you know, uh, cerebral, brooding. Sure. Yeah, he's going... Well, even City of Angels was an attempt to do something different. Right. But it he, didn't, was, he was more stoic in City Yeah, of yeah, Angels. yeah. You know, didn't say a lot. You know, it's kind of just hung out with Meg Ryan. And that was about it. Right. Um, Which, if you can hang out with 90s I mean, Meg hey, Ryan. All right. Yeah. <laughs> 90s Meg Ryan. Plus, like, being an angel that was in Earth was big then. Both yeah. he and Travolta did it. Yeah. And, but, I mean, but so did Walken and yeah, yeah. Glenn Danzig in part three. Yep. <laughs> and that you was know. a... There was a period in American pop culture history where you had to see Dennis Franz's ass and everything. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah we, we, we really We're lucky enough to. We we loved his ass for a while. <laughs> Can you blame us? If loving his ass is wrong, oh my god, I don't want to be right. But I also can we just take a minute mm -hmm. before we get too far. To talk about Face Off, because sure. I think we need to spotlight Face Off. It's a movie off. I know. It's a movie yeah. I know. <laughs> well, that's because you were the guy in it, right? Yeah. Weren't you the You did the a little Oprah clap. I like yeah. that. <laughs> but everyone gets cars. <laughs> Am I right? Wasn't Chris the the like sidekick henchman? I think so. Who? Yeah. The bald henchman sidekick. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That Pretty was him. There's, like his sister was... Uh... <laughs> Pretty close. Yeah. All right, thanks. So you, what do you remember about it? Uh, well, I just uh, remember that thinking that uh, Travolta was oh, Sandy. <laughs> I just, oh, jeez! I just remember like he seemed to be. He's a Cassavetes, by the way. Nick Cassavetes was the the guy that I just said was Chris. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. I just remember he was uh, uh, Travolta was really trying. Seemed like he was really trying to keep up. Mm -hmm. with uh with Cage's uh crazy performance. Well, it's funny because they actually spent probably about a month hanging out together during you know before filming. <clears throat> yeah. Uh where they were told to pay close attention to each other's mannerisms to get, you know, the 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 caginess or the travoltiness and that's what So whose performance did they decide on the characters between each other or did one of them just go first? I don't know. Did they film it in order and they just had to do an impression of one another or did they decide on the characters together? I, I think probably both and or. Yeah. 
I, mean, I don't know. Because I mean, now you, you want now you want me to like two. yeah. Let's look into the mind of either one of those gentlemen and de- and decide <laughs> right which one is not crazy. Right. <laughs> I, I've always thought though that the Nick Cage perf- like role is the thankless one because it's obviously more fun to play the villain. Mm-hmm. Like that's the part you like. Of course, yeah. But the villain is going to have a comeuppance and mm-hmm. lose, and that's kind of the deal. Travolta gets to play the villain for most of the film mm. and gets the happy ending like button, you know, finale where it's like, hey, we're super excited that John Travolta is back where Nicolas Cage gets to be the villain at the beginning, which right. is awesome. But then right. it's like then the entire movie shits on him. Yeah, but he does get a lot of the spinny, you know, the 360 spinny cameras shooting up in the sky. True. <laughs> All that good John Woo yeah, like yeah, doves flying. Doves flying. <laughs> yeah. That church like you know, Mexican standoff set piece yeah. shot is the most John Woo and the most amazing. <laughs> I thought the most John Woo thing was um, when the SWAT team invaded the hideout while that little oh, kid the- was listening to Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Yeah, oh, God. That is the most John Wooy thing I've ever oh, seen. It's so good. <laughs> so Through good. The ceiling panel thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, I love that Joan Allen is in this movie. Oh, yeah. Like every That's time wonderful. I watch it, I'm like, why is Joan Allen in this movie? But I'm <laughs> always really super happy that she because did. they needed someone to bring it back to earth <laughs> yes right. i here i think this is something very telling of nicholas cage's career he was called and i quote the jazz musician of acting end quote by david lynch wow <laughs> that if that doesn't sum up if that's not his epitaph I don't know what would be. Wow. Because that really sums it up, right? Yeah, because yeah. here's here's David Lynch who is uh who's David Lynch and clearly um would you, would you guys help me out here? I mean, there's a what's, what's David Lynch? There's a colloquialism <laughs> for for Surreal? Lynch for Lynch films. Right. Yeah. Lynchian. Yes. yes. You know, right. because they are so avant-garde and bizarre. Right. So someone who's avant-garde and bizarre talking about jazz music. Right. And uh, saying your very, acting style is like jazz music, which is avant-garde and bizarre and goes <laughs> off the rails and right, right. takes you someplace you never expected to go and then brings you back. Mm-hmm. And he's saying his acting style is that. <laughs> right. So where do you... How do you end where up you, where he is now? Where do you get the Nicolas Cage where you're you have like bizarre religious films released directly to Netflix? I don't okay, know. Okay, well, we're, we're jumping know. ahead. I don't, I don't know if we're jumping ahead. We are. Okay. How dare you? <laughs> there will be order, sir. No, right. there's no order. We did that before. Okay, oh, right. so uh, past the 90s, okay, when we hit like 2000, okay, here's yeah. a chunk of of Cage films. I have not seen Naria One. I've probably seen a lot of these. Okay, so Matchstick Men. Well, well, let's start in the beginning. Uh, the Family Man. Not seen it. I oddly enjoy that movie. That's not it, bad. I've it's it's it. a yeah. sort of predictable Christmas movie, but oh. as far as predictable Christmas movies about a businessman who needs to learn yeah. that business is it's the you know that classic like Christmas. We're pretending that America isn't all about businessmen being ruthless. So he needs to learn that he could have been a family man and could have lived a different life where he had married his sweetheart instead of being all about business. But it's it's surprisingly good. I believe it's pretty it's, much that, like it's a wonderful cage. Yeah, uh, but also, is it like case. Don Cheadle, the the angel who shows him? I do believe that is him. Yeah, really. Yeah. But yeah, 
super watchable. It's a lovely film. Yeah, it's Taya like um, Leone is the the woman. Oh, right yeah, on, right yeah, on. and it's she's she's always a joy to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's it's like um, I, I can't believe it hasn't come up until this moment, but um, <laughs> it's like uh, it could happen to you when he won the lottery. Okay, and yeah, shared yeah, yeah. it with uh, another surprisingly to... delightful film. Absolutely delightful, yeah. a, a subtle normal performance. Okay, all right, yeah, sort of like you almost don't think about them because you don't expect Nicolas Cage to be the guy in that, right? So he's playing it sort of yeah. normal, exactly. Yeah, like completely understated, like almost forgettable that it's he's Nicolas an everyman. Cage. Yeah, he's sure. an everyman, oh, and he's sure. playing it as an everyman. That's a stretch. Yeah, <laughs> but then he follows that up immediately with Gone in sixty seconds. Yes. I mean, there are some other ones. There's uh, Wind Talkers, Christmas Carol, the movie, Captain Corelli's Mandolin. Uh, <laughs> but did he learn to play the mandolin for that movie? Seriously. That from some nothing. Harsh, I got some yeah. big fingers, and mandolins are hard. Yeah. You don't need to tell me about your fingers, man. <laughs> hey! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, adaptation, he actually won an award for. I love the movie Adaptation. It's a great movie. It I mean, might it's... actually be my <clears throat> favorite movie that Nicolas Cage is in. Really? And his performance is brilliant in it. Like, it seriously, because – so the whole thing with Adaptation, if people haven't seen it, Charlie Kaufman uh, – you know who Charlie Kaufman mm-hmm. is. He in He's real life from Taxi, right? <laughs> <laughs> sure, we'll go with that. Okay, but uh, yeah, Charlie Kaufman, the guy who wrote uh, Being John Malkovich, the guy who wrote Eternal Sunshine and the Spotless yeah, Mind, yeah, yeah. was in real life hired to uh, adapt this book by Susan Orlean called The Orchid Thief, mm. and the what he gave them was the movie adaptation which is a movie about charlie kaufman being hired to adapt to the orchid thief and not knowing how to do it so about halfway through the movie he realizes that all he knows is how to write about himself so he's going to write a movie in the movie about charlie kaufman writing about the orchid thief uh nicholas cage plays charlie kaufman he also plays a fictional twin brother of charlie kaufman nice. <laughs> and uh then the whole thing which is very meta in the beginning then goes in this completely different direction the end is ridiculous but amazing and it's just it's great because he plays both of these characters that are completely distinct sort of like face off in a weird okay. way okay yeah, <laughs> but yeah. like he's playing the charlie kaufman character and sort of nailing the way that charlie kaufman is but then also playing is it donald is that the the name of the brother? I don't recall the, the name. I want to say it's Donald, but it's this like goofy hack writer brother of his that's like writing the worst movie ever, and then ends up being successful hmm. writing that. It's it's a great movie. Seriously, if you haven't seen it, no, uh, I haven't. I, I highly recommend it. But Nicolas Cage is fantastic in that in both roles, which are distinct. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, and he um. He had the distinction of being one of three people that were nominated for an Academy Award mm-hmm. um, for playing multiple roles in a film. And the other two were uh, Peter Sellers, which isn't surprising. Nope. And Lee Marvin, which is surprising a little bit for <laughs> Cat Baloo. And I think he's actually the one of the three that won was Lee Marvin for Cat Baloo. And also, here's a here's – a, 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 so Judy Greer – who is um who's phenomenal she's a she's a voice on archer and she's um she was kitty in arrested development she was kitty in arrested development take a good look at these take a good look at these which brings me to my point when we were talking about (laughs) 
Fast Times at Ridgemont High before, uh, and we were all like, we're all thinking about Phoebe Cakes. We are. As soon as someone says adaptation, I think about Judy Greer. Yeah, Judy and Greer has an amazing topless scene in adaptation. She's, I mean, she's an amazing, an but, amazing actress. But when you talk about the movie, I'm like, God, but what's, <laughs> oh, I'm just a stupid man. I'm but, sorry. But what's great is similar, but in an emotionally completely different way. Uh, the her being topless, much like Fast Times, is a fantasy sequence that uh, the Nicolas Cage, Charlie Kaufman character is having in his head that also like Fast Times is then we see the reality of the situation play out after. But in this version is like this completely emotionally wrecking, like because she's this waitress that is kind of flirting with him because she's a waitress because oh, and yeah. he's there bigger tips and he thinks that they yeah <laughs> no i heard tips. you i heard you but heard he you. thinks they have a real relationship and then tries <clears throat> to ask her out and like her face just drops in this way of like oh <laughs> <laughs> that's not what i meant yeah <laughs> that yeah it's just i still i cringe thinking about it right now <laughs> like, wow yeah so, but that, yeah, super fun movie. And then, yeah, we really are like right at that. The weird I, stage. Yeah, because well, he does National Treasure in 2004. Which I, I've seen bits and pieces. It's, it's yeah. a watchable, dumb it's action fun. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it seemed heavily influenced by, what was that? Raiders. Well, Raiders. Da Vinci Code. Yeah. The Da Vinci oh, yeah. Code was what it was yeah. trying to be. Like, it was like someone heard a description of the Da Vinci Code <laughs> right. was who like, wasn't as smart and like right. tried to let's write a but movie. I was so excited about it because it was a movie that was about American history and I'm a American. American history buff. I love like I love all history. Uh, I love world history, but American history is like this is one of the things that like my my mom was hitting me over the head with from as far as I remember. I love I love American history. And then I watched the movie and it's like this is some basic fucking shit. No, it was written, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it was written by like very cuz the Da Vinci Code while that movie wasn't good. Right. The book went deep in terms of, you know, we're pulling these references and it seemed clever mm-hmm. versus like the National Treasure is not clever in any no, way. Like no. it was clearly written by dumb people who seemed like they had an eighth grade history textbook that they flipped yeah, it, through. It, it was like a, a mix between Raiders of the Lost Ark and Night at the Museum. Sure. I, I will like, say that Sean Bean made it through almost all of that movie. Yeah. He almost. didn't die at all in that movie. Yeah. As a matter of fact. <laughs> did he did he, he make it all the way through? He made no he made it all, he went to jail. I always assume he dies off screen. (laughs) Like when I watched The Martian, I just assumed that like he He, had a heart attack off screen. (laughs) He just just got cancer and died somewhere. Yeah, I just assume that that. Well, I guess I mean in a long enough timeline, all of his characters are gonna die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether seen or not, don't be a fucking nerd about it, man. (laughs) Uh, But 2005, I like The Weatherman. I don't know if I'm the only person in the. I love. Okay, great. Michael Caine being. that's, Super okay. Michael Caine. That's the, that is the best part of the film. One hundred percent. Cage is he's good. He's well, he's really, really again. Good. It's sort of an everyman beaten down role for right, him. Right, right, but, so but now I'm now I'm I'm suddenly thinking that my choice to watch Stolen instead of The Weatherman was no, not the best. That was choice. No. a terrible choice. <laughs> bad choice. Yeah, because I was looking. Choice. There was like twelve of them on Netflix. Yeah, you know, and I was like, oh, I'll go with this one. It's kind of actiony. Yeah, no, yeah, no, don't, no, don't go. No, 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 no. Always go with the more thoughty 
Yeah, I should have done that. And Michael Caine was in it. Why did I not watch that? Yeah. The whole reason I saw Quills, because Michael Caine was in it. Yeah. You know? I've watched a lot of bullshit because Michael Caine was in it. I think we all have. He makes like three movies a year, and he's done it since 1966. And a lot of them are bad. But when he says, you know, what's a camel toe? You know? Yeah. In The Weatherman with uh, Cage's daughter? Camel toe. Yeah, no, exactly. his role in The Weatherman is fantastic. Perfect. The daughter is really enjoyable. Oh, yeah, yeah. She starts doing the archery. Great. Yeah. I love that story, the, the interview he did when they asked him how he chooses his movie roles, because he chooses so many. Mm-hmm. He says, uh, what, well, I'll get a script in the mail. I'll read the first page. I'll read the last page. And the character they want me for is on both pages. I'd do the fucking film. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right, so after the Weatherman, we get Lord of War, which it, that's a it, diamond in the rough as far I was as I'm concerned. Say, no, I, don't, I have a really mixed feelings on that really? because, like, it's enjoyable, but there's also something about it that, like, there's a, it, I will never remember that movie. If we okay. talk about a hundred Nicolas Cage movies, really? Really? I will forget. Like, it, to me, He's, it's very forgettable. It's Nicolas Cage playing what a, a Ukrainian uh, arms dealer. That's what I'm saying. It's super watchable. I'd liked watching it. Jared Leto. We will move on in ten seconds, and I will forget this movie ever existed. For I, me, that that's the one where like he's <laughs> he's getting to like Yuri. yeah, Yuri. he's getting to like the end of the reef. You know, he's about to like fall off into the abyss. Like uh-huh. that that's that movie for me. That was his. Not his last good movie because he's for fuck me he's good in all his movies <laughs> in but, every weird. But that one way. had like mass appeal, and yeah. I can totally see why. This is one of them action movies that has like a but very little substance, but a, a lot but of it's appeal. Super artsy though. It is in, in yeah. giant chunks of that film. It, it reminisces back to the day of. You know, uh, leaving Las Vegas and and fear and loathing, you know, like all these weird sort of like artsy fartsy, even back to like, you know, uh, a film he did called uh, Birdie. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's very already very um, visual. Yes. You know, so it's it's sort of a departure from his normal, you know, action, screaming guns Mm -hmm. up in the air. Mm -hmm. But the story behind it, it it's it's a good story. Yeah, no, it actually just, has substance. It has yeah. a, it has a character. It has like Hawk. people need to learn some shit. Come on, Ethan <laughs> yeah. Hawke. No, yeah, it's a it's a good Hawk. movie. Like I said, I don't know what my thing is with it. I feel like I for, keep forgetting. Like it didn't it didn't have the impression on me that I, it probably should. Maybe I should mm-hmm. rewatch it. Maybe I'm overlooking it. But yeah. I remember liking it, but I just don't have a passion for it for right, some reason. Right. Diversion. But, Ethan Hawke is underrated, right? No, no, I don't think so. Okay, I'm I'm think he's perfectly rated the way perfectly he is. rated. Like he's yeah. he. Everyone agrees. Like he's really good, but Gattaca. he doesn't have to do it, like all the shit. Yeah, Gattaca. exactly. Okay. Come on, yeah. Gattaca. Okay. Yeah, Gattaca. I just love him. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm really into that dude right uh, now for some but reason. Are, <laughs> but you are you you did hint. I think we're at what would have to be i think if we were watching the behind the music this yeah, would yeah. be the turn okay because after lord of war his yeah, next yeah. movie is probably his most ridiculed movie because i think the most people saw it he's probably done worse but 
his remake of The Wicker Man. Oh my god! Which all I remember is him talking about bees and punching women. Yeah. Like, okay. The original is, is bizarre. A, the original is bizarre, but is a great movie. It's yeah, Christopher yeah. Lee, and oh, yeah. it's this Conf- like really dark, yeah, interesting movie mm-hmm. that is probably a slow burn. Yeah, but no, a, it's it's also one of those very slow paced movies. That's what I mean. It's like from intentionally like the 1970s. That's kind of grainy, and right? And really it doesn't. Right. Yeah, it's breezy. Like yeah. they're not in. It, I bet it's awesome it. on that that cool seventies acid, but I yeah. didn't have any of that. <laughs> they stopped making it. I mean, there's a lot of people fucking just as like they're walking around. Yeah, you know, like, very Caligula. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot in the background, but no, I like the original quite a bit. The, yeah. the remake, while tempo wise is a lot faster, <laughs> is so bizarre in a different way yeah because yes. again he punches women there's the whole yeah where there's like non-stop punching he like he punches a, a woman dressed as a bear like or he's dressed as a bear yeah. i don't know but by yeah the last half hour you forget the movie that yeah. you're watching it's just him like just it might weird. as well be set to you know like yakety sax it's just <laughs> him running around punching people and getting bee helmets put on his face <laughs> It's just like it's like Nicolas Cage at home. Yeah, pretty much. You know? yeah, probably. <laughs> but he is in his that, castle. I don't right. think like that is Pete Cage. Island. Like I don't think he has a gear above what he showed in that movie. Yeah. That's he's throwing everything at the end of right, that movie. Right. All right. After that, he did a movie called World Trade Center. Anybody? Uh, I think that's yeah. just a. He's a firefighter. Mm. A firefighter. Firefighter. This was 2006, America? so this was five years after 9/11. Very that's good. A, that's enough. Yeah. Are you a mathematician? I mean, I don't like to brag. <laughs> He's a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Let me let me just do an edit for um, Fontina Turner. <clears throat> Are you a mathematician? What was that? Mia. <laughs> that was Fontina Turner. Oh, is that an Ohio accent? Yeah, that's how. That's exactly how she fucking said it on our show, and how we joke about it every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Isn't that's private? that's fine. I mean, I'll if you want to say, be, I'll just be laying under this bus for a while. If you want to say <laughs> no, hi to Fontina? You can. I have no idea what you're talking about. She's so. okay. Hi, hi, Fontina. We've we've pulled the brakes on the show. <laughs> say hello to you. <laughs> you got a shout out though. Um, now we're at a weird point though. We're like. I either don't – I haven't seen these movies or – You've seen Ghost Rider. Well, I've seen Ghost Rider. I have not seen Next. I didn't see National okay. Treasure Book of Secrets. Next is weird. So I saw Ghost Rider and yeah. I've seen Next. Yeah. Um, Ghost Rider, well, the first one was – It's very comic booky. Yeah. Uh, it didn't remind me necessarily of the Ghost Rider comic book. No, I, I agree. Like, and uh, I think his accent is not very great. No, I give them points for getting Sam Elliott. He was fun. Sam, yeah. El- Sam yeah. Elliott was Anytime super. Anytime you throw with Sam Elliott, in yeah, I'm gonna be able to watch your movie if yeah. you put Sam Elliott in yeah, it. Yeah. So, like, there's that, and it's yeah, it was all right. I remember the end. Like, I, re- I feel like I my memory of watching Ghost Rider is that I got bored with it at yeah. some point, and like just the end sort of meandered and. Mm-hmm wasn't as fun as it should have they been. They threw, a, a, I think, like a few too many villains at it or yeah. something. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're like, oh, we have the drippy one. And then we no, also it was, have it the... Was, it wasn't really too many. It was just a cadre that you kind of got muddled into one I can't even remember the villain, thing. to be honest. Yeah. Well, you... Well, you had, like, Lucifer, and then you had Lucifer's son. Yeah. And Lucifer's son had, like, three... Uh, he had like earth, yeah. wind, and fire, or what's something like that. What's the like, guy's I don't name? remember. It was that kid from American Beauty. No, yeah. no, 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 no. The the Lucifer. It was the guy from Easy Rider. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, Peter Fonda. Yeah, that's yeah, why Peter they were Fonda playing off Lucifer. the whole motorcycle bullshit because right. Peter Fonda. Yeah. 
So, but I can say that next, um, we were about to leave a hotel room and we were leaving a, a few hours early and next happened to come on. And uh, we actually stayed until 11 o'clock to watch the end of Next. Oh, my God. The logline for Next. I I would not. Anyone want to guess before Chris says, do you just want to guess what Next is about? Because I've now looked it up. Uh, it's like a guy who can see the future or something like that. The only That's, thing I can think of is that Michael Crichton novel that was pretty enjoyable to, to read. But, yeah, apparently a Las Vegas magician who can see into the future is pursued by FBI agents seeking to use his abilities to prevent a nuclear terrorist attack. Oh, yeah. That's right. Shit. It, uh, I wasn't had, uh, even close. What's Jennifer Beale in it. Right. Oh Which yeah, and uh, really, what held my attention? And Julianne Moore. You. Oh, your redheads. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Julianne yeah. Moore, Jennifer Beale. Oh, yeah. It has. I'm just looking. I've never seen this movie, but Jim Beaver is in it, who's a character actor I always enjoy. Uh, but what's what's weird is, uh, you know, a little while later, he also did a movie called Knowing, and I don't mean to jump forward. The Knowing. I saw next. But then Knowing came out a little while later, and I got the two confused because they seem like they should be the same exact movie. That is MIT professor uh, John Kostler links a mysterious list of numbers from a time capsule to past and future disasters and sets out to prevent the ultimate catastrophe. So, yeah, there's some overlap. Right. So it has like that time future thing going on. And I was like, oh, so that's this. Is it a sequel? What's going on? uh, I didn't really understand. Same film. But next was pretty good. Sands the the Beal and... The redheads. Yeah. yeah. The the whole thing with Next was he could like uh, he could see like ten it seconds was two into the, or t- yeah a few minutes into the yeah. future or whatever it was. So I thought that one was pretty good. Yeah. I I've got nothing like Vegas mag- magicians. You know. It's sure. Right. Anyone for Bangkok Dangerous? Anyone okay. want to? Boy oh boy. <laughs> I saw wanna... that movie when it first came out. Not okay. in theaters, mind you. Uh, um, I, I typically don't go to theaters if I can help it. Sure. Um. It is a weird, odd film, but somehow it fits Cage to a T. That's a hitman who's in Bangkok to pull off a series of jobs, violates his personal code when he falls for a local woman and bonds with his errand boy. It's a total, like it's a total genre film that knows yeah, exactly yeah. what it is from start to finish. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, what's the what's the the, the one with um? Oh god, what the hell's his name? The English guy. Transporter. The tra- it's it's so. It sounds very similar. like the transporter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That is, I think, a fair description of the first transporter movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but it's it's you know minus the the transporter guy. But uh, insert Nicholas Cage and all of his Nicholas Caginess. Sure. Which kind of makes it better in my mind. It's weird, yeah. but it's weird though because it's like Bangkok. Hold and on, so like you're saying that, that Bangkok Dangerous seems yeah. like a transporter film? Yes, but Drive Angry doesn't because I that's what. Like, that's no. what I thought that oh, that one we're, was. We're going to talk about Drive Angry. I've never I've seen, seen, I've, seen that one. So. I have strong opinions on Drive oh, Angry. Oh, really? I'd like yeah. to hear about it. But before does he we, drive angry? He does drive angry. Uh, but before, I don't want to skip too far ahead. because okay. okay. this is <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Reel it back. Reel because it back. I want to know, I've never seen it, but I've heard great things about Bad Lieutenant, p- colon, Port of Call, New Orleans. Wait a minute. It's terrible. Okay. <laughs> but I've heard he's really good at it. <laughs> have you ever seen the first Bad Lieutenant? Yes, yes. That is an amazing, mm-hmm. weird. That's kind of why I never naked wanted to Harvey Keitel yeah. crying. Like that is Bad Lieutenant. The version that Cage does, which what like a sequel, a prequel. A, a, I think it was just a spinoff. A, a spinoff, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of other another Bad Lieutenant. Yeah, 
it <laughs> there's a scene in the Harvey Keitel version, the original Bad Lieutenant, where he pulls two uh, probably underage girls over for skiing yeah, or something. <laughs> yeah, it's this whole scene where he's like, "You can get out of this ticket if you show me your ass, your tits," and he's like. You know, jerking off on the side of the car. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, sure. But it's Harvey Keitel, and he does it this like creepy ass Harvey Keitel. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that guy can jack off. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Nicholas Cage doing it. And he did it all for a bag of silver. You're right. Oh. <laughs> Thanks. Jesus. <laughs> oh, wait, wrong one. Yep. <laughs> Nicholas Cage doing that? It was not even close to being creepy. It was Hold like, on, did it was, do, holi- was it like a remake? Did he do the exact same scene? Almost the same exact scene. So it was really like a remake, line. but they did it in New Orleans because that's where he... Uh, that's what I said. It's like a, a spinoff, a sequel, a prequel. I don't know what I wonder if he was... Uh, Is it weird on- because it was Werner Herzog? I mean, that goes without saying. Oh, okay. It's gotcha. always going to be so weird. This was, so this was during the time. So the Port of Call, New Orleans, yeah. uh, Bad Lieutenant, this was during the time where he owned mm-hmm. the La Lurie house. So yes. I'm wondering if he actually was staying there at the time. I w- With the possibly. spooky ghosts. Yeah. Maybe the uh, the ghost, you know, possessed him or something. I, I mean, he probably got possessed by a ghost, you guys. Well, do you think he got a ghost blowjob like in Ghostbusters? Oh, like, hell in yeah. the new, if in the new Ghostbusters, I don't see a ghost going Conor down Angus. on one of those women. Yes. <laughs> they have not done their job correctly. Right. Yeah, you've done it wrong. I want to see a ghost face buried as a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> on record. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So oh, then, what does that come out? Can we do? Can we do an episode oh. during that? No, can because we we're not. We're not acknowledging it. We're not allowed to have. We it. called it off. Yeah, Why's I know. You guys, you guys we we canceled the movie. No, no, no. I'm not you saying I'm not going to review it. I called for everyone to stop talking about it. It's yeah, the I know. BS around it. Yeah. What a better reason for us to get together and talk about it. Yeah, commiserate. Right, sure. Yeah. Well, a bunch of dudes will all get together and talk about the Ghostbusters movie with ladies. With ladies. Yeah, we should get. If we're going to do that, we need some women in this room. We do need some. Ladies. I'm yeah. sure my my wife will come along. Yeah, Dana. my wife. <laughs> God. Okay. All right. Okay. Back, so back to Cage. So he does a back to back animated movies that I I feel like we can gloss over here. Yeah. You force an Astro Boy. Well, he also did Aunt Bully, and it's insane yeah. that he did a voice in Astro Boy. Sure. Yeah. No, that's that weird. Is. Okay, but now this is an important point because I wrote this down as a note to myself. Okay. 2010, he does the movie Kick Ass. I wrote this down as the last time I really enjoyed Nicolas Cage in anything. <laughs> really? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He was kind of brilliant in that movie. I mean, he was. It, it was a he part ate everything written. on screen. Yeah. No, yeah. he knew it what he was bloody. doing. It was cursing. Oh. Yeah. It was a part written for him. It was a part written for him. He knew exactly what was asked of him. Yeah. And that movie is really fun. Mm-hmm. It was I, also his one chance to play Batman. True. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's a really good point. Right. I mean, he wasn't. He was Big Daddy, but it was was. his chance to play Batman. And you know, if you're going to have that, you might as well take it. Mm -hmm. Right. But yeah, Kick Ass. Good job. Like that's solid. Nicholas Cage. That was six years ago. (laughs) Uh, But then he does the short. Are you Are you making the argument that it's all been downhill from there? Because I would argue that there has been several downhills. Well, well, yeah, no, I think the peak was the 90s, then he's on a decline, and then it spikes back up for where? kick-ass. Where? Oh, okay. <laughs> but, like, not as high as the 90s, but, you know, if we're, walk- oh, oh, if we're watching, small, like, small, yeah, it's like, boop, boop, and then, like, 
the EKG. Yeah, is, there's life. There's yeah, signs of there, life. There are, there's still life. the thing is, like, he's this is the reason why we decided to talk about him. He's so, he's so interesting. Yeah, as like because his career is he's he's always there. Yeah, he's yeah. lurking in the shadows. Sometimes he's great. Usually he's good. Sometimes he he's in shitty movies, but he's not the reason they're shitty. Right? Yeah. Did we gloss over the Sorcerer's Apprentice? No, that was next. Did, oh, oh, that's I didn't next. Want okay. Because uh, yeah, the I've only reason I know about that is because <coughs> Jay Baruchel is in it. Okay. And he was also in uh, what was uh, the 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 This is the end. This is the end. Yeah. And he was is that also a, uh, he was in Freaks and Geeks, wasn't he? The no, show? no, he no. was in um. Uh, ex, 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 the one that was in college. Yeah, accepted. Was, thank you. Yeah, is it accepted? Was, I almost said accepted, but it didn't feel right to me. No, undeclared. Thank you. Undeclared, a- accepted yeah. is the Jonah Hill movie. Right. Yeah, undeclared is the Jay Baruchel. He's the, he's Judd the guy Apatow he has a little Canadian thing. flag tattoo somewhere on his chest or something. Over his heart? A little yeah. crush And on he him. currently, yeah. what is it, Man Seeking Woman is his show on FX? Yeah, I think. Uh, okay, so the, the, the Sorcerer's Apprentice is what a Harry Potter movie? Yes, I don't even. No, correct. it's based. It's a Disney, it's based right? On the it's based on the the, the Mickey Mouse's Sorcerer's <gasps> Apprentice. Oh, so from so Nicholas. Ca- it's 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 ninety minutes of Nicholas Cage moving water buckets from one Seriously? place to another. Yeah. Oh, wow. And hey, <laughs> that's great, guys. What the fuck, Alfred Molina is Wars, in this movie? I'm your father. <laughs> that is a solid Mickey Mouse. I never <laughs> knew that we would need it. Was it was pretty good. Yeah. I'm just saying. So yeah. now they they own Star Wars. But also, Alfred Molina is in this movie. <laughs> that, I'm really thrown off by that. I'm just going to keep saying it. Alfred Molina is in the movie. Uh, yeah, I heard. Okay. I heard. He's uh, also in Raiders of the and Lost And Monica Art. Bellucci? Like, what is this cast? I don't know. I've never seen it. Why are we talking about the movie? Who I saw it? It was Chris. Chris <laughs> pulled the brakes it? on this. I, I never saw it. I just wanted to mention that it okay. was based... Oh, you know, so it's based from, on on the the old Disney from Fantasia, really? yeah. The yeah. Sorcerers. It was, I believe, it was a portion. Disney movie that really? they were trying to make another live action movie. Wow, yeah. I didn't know uh, that. I don't but, think it did very. I mean, honestly, and dancing and you brought scenes? it up as a joke, but they were probably trying to capitalize on the success of Harry Potter. Probably, so with probably. Those probably. Magic probably, yeah, it. It's a All magic right. shit. So then he makes a sequel to Ghost Rider. He makes yeah. which was weird. Yes, I never even. I didn't see that. I saw both of them. Yeah, but then he allegedly made a movie called Trespass. He allegedly made a movie called Seeking Justice. <laughs> and then Drive Angry, which is almost campy enough to work. It's got William Fichtner, who I love. It's ridiculous. There's a scene where Nicolas Cage, wearing a full suit, mm-hmm. has sex with a woman at, who's naked, riding wow. him. And then guys come in the room to try to kill him. And he shoots them while continuing to have sex with this woman. Okay. Yeah. it's There's... It's. I recommend watching it. It's not a good movie, but it is a fascinatingly <laughs> train wreck of a movie. I feel like for some reason I've only actually seen that scene. <laughs> it's really. I mean, if I, you're gonna see one, sometimes, scene. sometimes when I'm watching really crappy movies, mm-hmm. I'll just watch them at one and a half times speed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it works for uh, me. Can I just go back to uh, uh, Spirit of Vengeance there for a second? You may and, not. No, just for the no, fact. No, why? That Idris Elba was in that movie. Yeah. And uh, best part just, of the film. Best part of the film dies halfway well, through wait, it, wait. and that's what sucks because he he really. I feel like well, Christopher they Lambert. They should have just made him Ghost Rider. Hold on, Christopher Lambert was also in that film too. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Oh, I love that you call him Lambert. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's great. <clears throat> It's just to, just to make sure that everyone likes uh, Highlander. 
I call him Christopher Lambert. <laughs> nice. That can be only but one. But no, I mean, Fickner plays the devil and plays it really fun in Drive Angry. Okay, so is this yeah. is this like a um, Robert De Niro in Angel Heart kind of devil? Um, With Mickey Rourke? I, I'm, I'm not I'm not catching I don't know the movie well enough. Never seen oh my god. Yeah. That is terrible. And actually, I'm sorry, William Fickner is officially credited as the accountant. They don't mm. even call but he basically like Nicolas Cage escapes hell and is going to rescue his daughter, and there's a devil character that's chasing him down. So okay. it's Ghost Rider he's, three. He's having sex with Amber Heard, right? No, no, no. He's having sex with a random woman. Amber Heard uh, is the person he's trying to rescue. Oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, yeah, because she is lovely. I like her. She's kind yeah. of badass too. Yeah, she's yeah. a race car driver, and she like she's very open about her bisexuality, and she's um, not a half bad uh, actress. I like <laughs> nice, her. Nice. Uh, and she isn't she currently with Johnny Depp? Is that still true? Uh, oh yeah, they were together for, now. Yeah, I believe they're married. They? Hmm, and they I had some recent. That. They like lied to France to get their dog in the country or some weird <laughs> scandal. Sh- All right, anyway, been living in France for like ten years. Yeah, yeah. but they, it turned out they like forged some paperwork oh, or something. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, All right, then we got season of the witch. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got uh, Joe. We got Joe. We got stolen. When, when I, I don't know what Joe is. When season of the witch came out, that was when a whole bunch of terrible witch movies came out yeah. all at the same time yeah it was like uh it was like it a, was technically the season of the witch because but it, a lot of witch movies yeah but it was like <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. it was during like the late 90s early yeah. 2000s when all like the meteor movies happened it was like it yeah. was like it was like oh now we're just gonna do witches and it all yeah. happened at the same time and they were like all the, probably the blair, blair witch, witch project. 2 yeah, yeah, yeah part 2 yeah yeah it, oh, they God. were all terrible at the same time i remember going to see blair witch part 2 because i was like you know, this first Blair Witch movie seems weird, but this one seems like it's going to explain stuff. No. And then it like, I was so <laughs> much more confused and angry yeah. after but the no, second one. Because it was a separate movie. And honestly, if you know that it's a separate movie that's not the Blair Witch Project, it's actually kind of a fun little horror movie. It actually is a good horror yeah, movie. Yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah. All right. Well, then we got The Croods. He did yeah, an animated know. voice he, in The yeah, Croods. He, he was in too. something called The Frozen Ground. Nah. Anyone? No. No. Something no. called Outcast. Do we, uh, are which we is terrible? Which that's the the Hayden K- Christensen. Okay, that was like, all right. Uh, We're not going to talk about Christopher saying meteor movies. No, no. It's like we got a It's like a theater. Oh, okay, it's my like bad. Yeah, if we're gonna, my bad. Yeah. We, but anyway, uh, Joe, yeah. <laughs> to jump back real quick. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Joe is a. It is a fairly decent film. Okay, I'm not understated character. Very stoic. Okay. Um, uh, Ex-con, who is the unlikeliest of role models, yeah. meets a 15-year-old boy and is faced with the choice of redemption or ruin. Yeah, it's good. That sounds good. It's actually really, really good. It's a good logline. I'd watch that. Yeah. Good joke. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Well, then we got... Then we're at 2014. He does Left Behind, which is so fascinating. I've not seen it, but I know that it is a remake of a Kirk Cameron movie. Yep. I know that it is... Oh, serious? I know yeah, that it's based, based on, on a series of books that are like Christian-fueled. They're Christian fiction that I've actually read the books because I was very bored. And Did I, you oh, really read those books? I used to work in a library and they were super popular and so I was very curious and I read some of them. So they're like... Where were you that they were super popular? At the <laughs> library when they were being like checked out all the time. in Baltimore somewhere? Uh, Baltimore? It was... <laughs> <laughs> it was Prince George's County. Oh, right? okay. oh there you All go. Right. That's but, uh, explains it. 
Yeah, they're, they're that explains it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that explains it. But they're terribly written books about uh, the apocalypse. So this is like the reckoning. All right? of the the Christians have been raptured, and then these are all the people who are left behind who still are going to go through these trials and have a chance to still make it to heaven. So they're they're in uh, what limbo. No, no, they're you on earth. Earth. they're on Earth. You blow but a the reckoning happening. So, so basically, in the all Bible, the it's like yeah. The, um, uh, there's a sect of Christianity that believes that when <laughs> when the reckoning happens, <laughs> all the people that are good and whatever, good for whatever, faithful to Christianity or whatever, are like zapped to heaven. They just disappear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. whoever is down here is left behind, and uh, you have a chance. Yeah. To become good enough to go up to heaven before but, everything down here is But fucked. also, like, the the whole thing, too, is there's an antichrist who shows up. And, like, everything gets really bad on Earth because all the Christians are gone. So Earth is going to turn into this just terrible... Joe, what they're saying you, is all the Republicans are going to be gone. Uh, what? <laughs> uh, but then, so the whole series is about these survivors, like trying to navigate the world now that this like antichrist is in power so and all is this, this bad like, stuff is happening basically the road no, no, no because no, it's, it's not christian. interesting it's christian it's <laughs> first of all oh god the, the road series wasn't interesting the road, the road was super interesting. Interesting. Oh, so no, interesting i know so interesting get out of here that was the <laughs> so only novel not the only novel i read in one sitting yeah, yeah. No, it's, oh, and the god. film is yeah. awesome too uh, yeah no, so it's badly written Christian fiction mm. uh, that only Christians bought. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. the, and it, the thing is, like, it, it was made with Kurt Cameron, who is very famously fits. super Christian. Yeah. And fundamentalist. Uh, why they remade it? I guess it did well enough that but this like, was why the upgrade. Because they wanted to make it better for the masses so let's remake it and put Nicolas Cage in well Nicolas Cage <laughs> Leah Thompson and Chad Michael Murray what? I mean that's the cast that's really gonna wow. I got sell nothing. it I don't I'm, even I'm know. waiting for Howard the Duck but, to show up right <laughs> does, does Nicolas Cage have any dog in that fight I is, don't, is my question we don't know we don't know he hasn't said he won't I'm not say sure. You know? No, I think Nicolas Weird. Cage probably just thought it was fun or like thought it would be interesting. He does a lot of, I mean, like Drive Angry, a lot of these movies we're mentioning are yeah. playing with Christian themes. That's what, uh, you know, the... Uh, Maybe he likes to poke, you know, poke the uh, the dog. Yeah, because yeah, Ghost Rider, that oh, yeah, plays yeah, yeah, with those yeah. themes. Yeah. Like he, well, Because I, I, honestly, I mean, this, this version of Christianity is not Catholic and that's how he was raised. Right. right. So I wouldn't assign that to him. I don't assume he's still Catholic, uh -huh. but if he's appearing in this story, like it, it makes you wonder, you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Right. But let's go ahead. And then after that, anyone, maybe Chris watched these on Netflix, but I've got rage. How was rage? That Chris? is was on that Netflix. I did Carrie not watch sequel? it. I, look, <laughs> I, that you know what? The rage. That was the, the prequel. To I Carrie. only stayed up till four watching Nicolas Cage movies, recent Nicolas Cage movies that are okay. on Netflix. Okay, I was so, only able to get uh, a few out. Okay. So rage is apparently when the daughter of a reformed criminal is kidnapped. He rounds up his old crew and seeks his own brand of justice. Okay. I, I feel like Nicolas Cage seeks his own brand of justice a lot in a lot of his movies. <laughs> well, then we've got... It's like Van Damme or something. Dying of the Light, which I've never even heard of. I That's mean, the one, Um, I think that is a Michael Jackson biopic. Really? Uh, mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. made that up. Because <laughs> okay. he was allergic hey. to sunlight? Hey. <laughs> 
All right, Bubbles, let's go. Fun fact, <laughs> Michael Jackson and Nicolas Cage married to the same woman. That's oh, right. that's yeah. very true. Uh, but yeah, Dying of the Light is when a devastating illness threatens to end Evan Lake's career in the CIA. He goes rogue to hunt down a terrorist who tortured him during a mission. And seeks his own brand of justice. So he's seeking his own brand of justice. <laughs> right. I think it's fair to say. So this is Mission Impossible two and a half. Uh, then we've got The Runner. Which is also on Netflix. In the aftermath of the 2010 BP oil spill, an idealistic but flawed politician is forced to confront his dysfunctional life after his career is destroyed in a sex scandal. After seeking his own brand of justice. It's to seek his own (laughs) brand of Justin justice. Uh, then we got Pay the Ghost, which is weird. I've seen that. that You've seen Pay the Ghost, yeah, yeah. Which is uh, like a mix between some sort of you know cheesy ghost movie, like ghost and pottery. sorry did you just Flat call line. ghost a cheesy ghost movie yeah, there's like pottery involved yeah <sighs> what but this is a professor frantically searches for his son who was abducted during a halloween parade right so it's 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 kind of half flatliners half ghost okay Flatliners uh, was good. Flatliners was rad. So was Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we can <clears throat> we can agree to. There's defer. no ghosting here. All right. Well, then we got ditto. The <laughs> ditto. <laughs> we're up to 2016, but okay. the the trust. I don't know what that is. A pair of cops investigated drug invasion. Uh, a pair of cops investigating a drug invasion stumble upon a mysterious bank vault, and this stars Nicolas Cage and Elijah Wood. Oh, Dead Eyes? Has that come out? And Nicolas Cage is, the character's name is Stone, and Elijah Wood's character's name is Waters. Wonderful. It sounds great. Uh, You asked if this came out. Uh, It was released May 13th. So it just came out. So it just came out to not much fanfare. I don't think it had a theatrical release, though. I mean, Nicolas Cage and old Dead Eyes? But yeah, it says it came out in May, but that... Did not have a theatrical release like that. Hmm. Yeah, that must have been a direct to, to video. Now, his last movie, we, we are now up to his current events, his current events uh, is a movie called Dog Eat Dog. And it's him and Willem Dafoe. And I have actually uh. heard that this is getting critical acclaim and people say it's good because it's defoe yeah it's like doing the film festival circuit like it's, yeah, yeah. it's been getting praise so there's check that one out there's hope that his next movie <laughs> might be a good movie yeah it I was actually... a firefight <laughs> <laughs> i heard that he was um he had actually won the role out. of the green goblin and uh in the 2002 Spider-Man, yeah, and he didn't, he didn't take it. For he didn't take right. it. Well, I mean, because you had I mean, Defoe. Come on, yeah. Like, how, how do yeah, you? Yeah, he actually. There, there were several times in reading about him that he declined roles because he said, "I'm just not right for this." He well, wants right. someone uh, else. What like, are the, the wrestler? wrestler? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The wrestler, like, it, and it's not clear because there's different stories of mm-hmm. why he didn't do it. But his version is that he didn't think he could bulk up in time. Right. Well, and there's the other version where uh, well, him and Rourke, Mickey Rourke, were going out for the same part. And the producer or director, well, that's Aronofsky. what Aronofsky says yeah, yeah. that like Nicolas Cage bowed out to give it to Mickey he's like, Rourke. He's like, I trust in you know Rourke's you know yeah. portrayal of it. I'm I'm out. And he hasn't he hadn't done anything really huge in a while. 
Mickey Rourke, right? So no, that, that was a big comeback film. Yeah, for right. it really yeah, was absolutely because after that, didn't he get uh, he uh, was Iron in Man Iron 2. Man Two? Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Some, yeah, no, something with Stallone. What was the thing with Stallone? Uh, the... Did he do the Expendables? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what's interesting, though. Like in looking up stuff. So Nicholas Cage is doing interviews for Dog Eat Dog, which uh, was at uh, the Con Con Can 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 Yeah Can Can Film Festival Film Festival. But he gave this quote, which is a very fascinating quote, especially coming from Nicholas Cage. He said, "The thing that uh, that has happened in a lot of recent years, I've noticed, is that the filmmaking process has been hijacked by the money people. The financiers and the producers have a certain box they want to check. We need another action set piece." They change the script during production and they make it fit where they can to get more money in places like Cannes. That can happen on a small movie as much as it can happen on a big movie. So like Nicolas Cage kind of speaking very bluntly about the state of films Mm -hmm. and I don't know. I thought that was interesting coming from him. Well, he's been doing it since what? 1981? 82? So yeah, he probably has uh, some insight. Yeah. And I I'd still love to know how he picks projects, but it's probably a dartboard. <laughs> <laughs> a so tar- a dartboard that he has on his coffee table, right. and he has <gasps> an amount of coke on each one. <laughs> uh, well, do we want to hear? So we we've now we're up to present day. I I do want to hear from you guys if you have things that stand out or whatever. But I did find Nicholas Cage's for. His what he considers his four most memorable oh, roles. Yeah. Is it, Go is ahead. From the cage's mouth? Yeah, this no is kidding. from Nick Cage. So he says, there's a few of them, sure. I thought that Werner Herzog and I got to something special in Bad Lieutenant. Uh, Bad Lieutenant, I'm sorry. We've been doing this a long time. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then he said, certainly Mike Figgis and I found something pretty emotionally naked in leaving Las Vegas. I was very happy with Vampire's Kiss which in my opinion was almost like an independent laboratory to start realizing some of my more expressionistic dreams with film performance. Then using what I had making things up like that. He's just making shit. We've been doing this for this long and you're surprised by that. Come on. Uh, Then using what I had learned in vampires kiss and putting into a very big action movie in the form of face off with John Woo. If you look at those two movies back to back, you can see where I stole from my performance in vampires kiss. Can you? Because I can. I certainly can. Oh, yeah, I yeah. totally believe but it. Bad Lieutenant, Leaving Las Vegas, Vampire's Kiss, and Face Off. It's like that those was, are the ones that Nicolas Cage says stands out. Yeah, well, because well, they are the ones that stand well, out. Well, maybe they're. He is they're, his most cagiest. Well, maybe they're turning points in his processes, you know? Maybe he, he, he finally realized, oh, I can go super fucking crazy. In these in this film, to subtle to back to crazy to maybe he figured something out, you know, and yeah. it, it changed the way he personally did. Yeah, stuff. I can I can see those as milestones. Yeah, in his storied career. Yeah, I mean, Bad Lieutenant is the one that seems the strangest to me. A little bit is very yeah. strange because uh, Harvey Keitel. You can't really top nudie Harvey Keitel well, flailing plus, around. But like crying. when you're saying though too, the other one, so Vampire's Kiss, which I think Chris mentioned earlier, is like 
the first glimpse at weird Nicolas Cage. Yeah. yeah. So you can kind of see that face off big action movie that we all yeah, remember. With Travolta. And then Leaving Las Vegas I is the Academy Award face. movie. Yeah. Oh. So I understand why all those are going to make that list. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, the Bad Lieutenant is the one that you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> but it just sounds really weird. Yeah. It's like the odd man out. One of these things is not like the other. Yeah, right. All right, but we we've been doing this a long time. We all need to go to bed. Yeah. But have we? Do we have any conclusions? Are there any final words on uh, Nicolas Cage? Watch some Cage films. Sure. Yeah. Makes me want to take my face off. <laughs> take your face off. <laughs> but that's the question. If you had to pop in one movie right now. One Nicolas Cage movie. One Nicolas Cage film. Yeah, you're going to leave here and you're going to watch a Nicolas Cage movie. What is it? Uh, Lord of War. Wow. Raising Arizona. God, you know what? I think that I haven't seen Raising Arizona in so long that I would probably like to see that. Yeah. And if not that, then, uh, you know, I would prop in Con Air. Because, I mean, yeah. you know, you got some Blue Shemmy in there. Yeah. You'll have to defend Blue Shemmy. You know, Blue was one of uh, Nicolas Cage's ideas for, for his last, last name, name, right? Yeah. Blue. So You know Blue what? Shemmy. I might just go been a different career. watch, a, watch yeah. a Meteor film. Okay. I hope you don't think I ever judge you for that being your Cage film because Con Air <laughs> is fun every is, single goddamn time I see it. It's action fun. It's <laughs> yeah, pretty, uh, it's awesome. <laughs> face off. Sweet mullet. Face off? I'm going face off. Sure. All right. Yeah, All right. sure. Good. But that changes at any time because there's a Cage movie for every mood. <laughs> Very God, there really is. Yeah, I'm so glad we picked him to talk about because this motherfucker, <laughs> there's something kind of fucking wrong with I him. I feel like we only scratched the surface too. I don't think we we finished we it. Barely no, the only, opened I, the like, cage. Uh, but honestly, though, <laughs> we Thank we you. we've been talking about him for so long. The only way to to conclude this is to get him on the show, right? I think he might do it. He All probably right, could. Yeah, Contact yeah. But the us. Nick Nick uh, the the invitation. Is officially mm-hmm. extended for both, I assume, the Curioso oh, yep, and for Hobo yeah. Radio. We're calling yeah. you out. We, we love, yeah. We're not calling him out. <laughs> we're loving the, That's the way to do it. Call yeah. him out. He'll I, think, do it. I feel like we're calling him out. Stop right. calling him out. Yeah. We're not calling <laughs> him out. Just for the record, Christopher Scarborough called you out. <laughs> Lars and I just love you, and we don't want to fight you. Right. Unless you're a guy at Royal Farms who thinks that Lars. I'm uh, way more dry than, uh, than, uh, than uh, the guy from Montley Crew. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, Try yeah. and put me in an armbar, mm-hmm. Nick Cage, with your crazy eyes. <laughs> and remember, kid, <laughs> don't do drugs or you go to hell before you die. I got to piss in the cage. <laughs> <laughs>
Radio is a production of Hobotrashcan.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate or review it on iTunes.